Hello friends, welcome to Quiet on Purpose. I'm Heather Lawrence, and you're listening to episode number 15. This podcast is all about learning to sit quietly in the presence of God and our own soul. We're here to gently pursue the practice of listening to God, to what He might want to reveal to us about our souls, and the invitation He might be extending to us in light of what we see. We want to lean in, listen closely, and respond to His invitation, trusting the One who loves us to also take gentle care of us as we give up old ways of doing things in order to follow His way instead. My hope is that these few minutes together each week might be a sweet time of pause in our often hurried and noisy lives. Today, we're on the fifth and final episode in a series on the 23rd Psalm. For five weeks now, we've been taking time to meditate on this familiar and well-loved Psalm of King David. One more time, let's read the entirety of this beloved Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is the word of the Lord. It is absolutely true and given to us in love. Thanks be to God. Today we're going to finish out Psalm 23 by looking at the second part of verse 5 along with verse 6. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. When my three children were young, we homeschooled them. And I know, merely by making that statement, I've become a hero to some of you and a Quaker to others, or maybe a little of both, but that's okay. Homeschooling in the early years, as many of you have discovered thanks to pandemical times, can be both fun and crazy-making, and we definitely experienced both. One of the fun things, though, in my opinion, is ancient history particularly ancient Egypt and ancient Greece. Will someone please explain to me why it's so fun to learn about those ancient cultures in the early years, but by the time you get to world history in high school, it is no longer fun? Anyway, one of the fun things we did when we finished studying a particular culture is we would make a feast for dinner that included as many of the foods and customs as we could incorporate to celebrate what we'd learned from that culture. We also did our best to dress like they did. I had two older girls and then a younger boy. My girls loved dressing up like Egyptian and Greek women. One of the things we had learned in studying ancient Egypt 
is that it was customary to provide your guest with a cone of fat to place on their head when they arrived at your home. It was considered hospitable because it was very hot and as the fat melted, it would run down your head onto your body and provide a cooling effect. My husband and son, while not as into wearing togas, were pretty into trying out cones of cooling fat on our heads, but I'm pretty sure the vote was three to two and the fat cones didn't end up happening. But when I read this verse, I kind of wished I'd experienced it even just once. You anoint my head with oil. To King David and to the early readers of this psalm, this would have been recognized as a generous, gracious gesture, which was both refreshing and soothing for the recipient. Today, we might say, you offer me an ice-cold lemonade, or for all y'all in the South, an ice-cold sweet tea. Personally, I'd take an ice-cold sparkling water with a slice of lime, please. The point is, the Lord is both generous and gracious, and he offers us both refreshment and comfort in his presence. And the refreshment and comfort he offers are abundant, because the next phrase is, my cup overflows. In other words, the lemonade or the sweet tea don't run out throughout the course of the evening. He just keeps bringing them. The abundant provision of the Lord means once again that we lack nothing. The psalmist was confident at this point that not only were all of his needs met, they were met abundantly. There is no scarcity here. This is abundance. And as he begins the wrap-up with, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Suddenly there's this use of superlatives and you get a sense of his bold confidence, which has likely been growing as he's been writing, naming the many ways the shepherd cares and provides for him. In my words, David is proclaiming, I am absolutely confident that God's blessings and kindness are on me, regardless of my circumstances, all the days of my life. His capacity for joy and hope, no matter what, are demonstrated right here. This confident trust is born out of the psalmist leaning into the truth of all that the Lord is and all that he does. And finally, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This final statement of surrender and peace makes me think of another one of David's psalms. Psalm 27 verse 4 says, One thing I have asked of the Lord, that I shall seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. To live in this place of the Lord's presence, to dwell there, to gaze upon his beauty, and to meditate in his temple is available to me. It's not a distant future hope, but a very real experience available to us today. But it requires a determined effort on our part. We have to dwell or remain there. When I consider all that my shepherd does for me, why would I choose to dwell 
anywhere else. Before we begin our time of purposeful quiet today, take a minute, get your body comfortable. Close your eyes, take a deep breath, and become aware of God's loving presence with you right now. This is my prayer today for you and for me. Oh Lord God, you are so generous and kind, so abundant and good. We confess that sometimes we live from a place of scarcity, forgetting that there is no scarcity with you. Thank you for all that you make available to us simply because you love us. Please help us today to choose to dwell in your presence, to gaze upon your beauty, to receive refreshment and comfort from you, and to be able to see with confident trust that your goodness and mercy have been and will continue to be following us all the days of our lives. Over the next few minutes, I'll provide time for you to consider. Is your view of life from a place of abundance or of scarcity today? Do you need to receive refreshment or comfort from the Lord right now? What is your one desire at this moment? What do you sense your shepherd saying to you?
Dear Jesus, precious shepherd, thank you for speaking to our hearts today. As you continue your good, abundant, and refreshing work in us, may we be able to say, along with King David, that our one desire is to dwell in your presence, to gaze upon your beauty, and to meditate upon your truth. In the name of Jesus, our one true shepherd, amen. Thank you so much for choosing to spend some time with me here. As always, the questions from today's episode are in the show notes if you ever need to refer back to them. And don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, and review so others can find and join us. I hope you'll join me next week when we'll finally be taking a look at our first spiritual practice. Until then, take a few minutes, take a deep breath, get quiet on purpose, and enjoy God's presence with you, my friends. He loves you so much.